0: the online arbitrage podcast hello and welcome to the online arbitrage podcast today i am going to be talking about the ipi score so what it is and how can you maintain it so there can be lots of hurdles when it comes to selling on amazon things like account health ip claims feedback ratings order defect rate and keeping an ip score intact so, what exactly is an IP score and what impact does it actually have on your seller account? So it might be less crucial than some of the things I mentioned before, like account health and IP claims, but they do kind of dovetail somewhat when considered part of a part of kind of a, a holistic approach to your account health. So a healthy IPI will largely mean the nuts and bolts of what you are doing is in good shape. So IPI stands for Inventory Performance Index. And it is there to help you understand the health of your inventory and your inventory alone. And if you use it as a tool rather than kind of a hurdle or something scary, it will really help you maintain an efficient inventory. So, you know, you could say, are Amazon trying to help you? Um, it does help you if you use it correctly. So what is it? So the IPI score is basically a quick look at the efficiency of how you manage your inventory. Amazon measure this as a score between 0 and 1000. Um, and you generally don't kind of, you don't see the extreme. So you wouldn't necessarily see a zero or a thousand, but that's the scale. Um, And unsurprisingly, the aim is to keep that number as high as possible. So your counting score is calculated periodically. So it's not on a minute to minute or a day-to-day basis, but it can change fairly regularly. Amazon position it prominently on your Seller Central homepage, so you can't really miss it. But if you haven't seen it, definitely log in and check out what yours is currently. In reality, the main reason that sellers need to concern themselves with the IPI score is the threshold at that Amazon set that will likely result in some limitations to your account if you fall below it. So it's not the same as being restricted or suspended, which can happen with specific brands and categories, but you will see how much you can send into the fulfillment network having a limit imposed. So scoring above that threshold will mean you have no limits on the storage space you use in Amazon Fulfillment Centres. Scoring below the threshold will mean you will be limited in the storage allowance that you can have. So as, as we speak, the threshold is an IPI score of 400, but you can check the latest with Amazon in your marketplace. It's shown in your inventory performance screen, but it is a hard number. So you're kind of, you know, you're above it or you're below it you're in or you're out and out doesn't mean the end of the world or your account or a lot of the opportunities that can be lost through poor account health so it's not complete panic stations for a lot of sellers it might only impact their account when it's really super busy so quarter four for instance so let's talk a bit about what causes changes to the ipi so it can be tricky to determine specifically how your ipi score is determined but there are four main kind of influencing factors that amazon rate you for in seller central and they are excess inventory the FBA sell-through rate stranded inventory and fba in stock rate so amazon serve up a traffic light system and a score specific to each one so you can see which of them are having an impact on your overall score which is obviously helpful it's commonly thought though that holding excess inventory is the biggest influence on your score because after all amazon don't really want to be holding your stock for too long they want to free up space for as much quick moving stock and for as many other sellers as possible they will regularly remind you on your dashboard if you're overstocked on certain listings and then how much amazon will start charging you when and they deem it excessive stock on hand so anything longer than 90 days worth will usually trigger that overstock radar so in amazon's defense they make it clear to you what and how many they consider to be overstocked in fact they'll even give you some guidance as to what to do with any excess inventory this will usually be reducing the price or putting on a sale but they aren't just taking your excess storage fees and running Um, The FBA sell-through rate is a bit more of a tangible metric so simply put it's the number of units sold through FBA over the previous 90 days divided by the average stock of that ASIN held in the fulfillment network in that period. So Amazon like to see a definitive figure here to determine if your sell-through rate meets their conditions but if you don't meet it they will prompt you to improve it through a variety of actions. In the there's a kind of a screen called improve inventory. So in the improve inventory screen that pops up, you'll get a list of your inventory with its key numbers and also a drop down box for each of them to select any potential action you could take to improve that sell through rate. The quickest fix of the four factors that Amazon focus on is stranded inventory. It will flash up on your dashboard when any stock slips into stranded and you'll be directed to what your options are. If you address those quickly, they'll equally quickly disappear from the IPI scoring. So this should always be in the green and 0%. If it's not, it's a clear indication that you need to take a more active role in your inventory and where it is. So the dashboard can be cluttered at times with all of the things that Amazon wants to tell you about and only a handful of things can be customised in it. If you use an inventory management tool like Sunfully, it really will make it easier to keep on top of it if it's not your forte. Some people love doing things like that and kind of, you know, keeping track of it all themselves. But if you don't or you're worried that something's going to slip through the net, we would definitely recommend using an inventory management tool. If you want any more information on Sunfully, just head to sunfully.com. So less impactful on your IPI score is the in-stock inventory rate. So what Amazon are looking for here is whether popular inventory items, so ones that sell well, are kept in stock. What they consider a good in-stock rate is effectively the opposite of the excess inventory metric. So Amazon want to see at least enough to fulfil the coming week's demand. So to rub rub it in a bit, they will let you know what sales you might have missed out on for listings still in your inventory but without stock. Online and retail arbitrage being what it is, you're likely to have listings that are one-off buys. Once they're sold out, they're sold out. So good practice is to keep them in your inventory list for a week or two after they've sold out in case customers return any. It's easy to relist any that come back after you've deleted a listing, but this would result in additional stranded inventory, which would still have an impact on your IPI score. So those four factors all contribute in some way to your overall score, but how much and at what point is something that Amazon's algorithm will decide without much clarity. Good advice would be to take note of their advisories in your IPI page as there are some key actions that will help you kind of, you know, help bump that score up. So what should you do to maintain or improve your score, even if you're in good shape? Because after all, everyone wants to see green and positive numbers. So let's go through some of the key ones you can control when they slip. So first of all, Get your overstocked inventory back in check. So follow Amazon's suggestions for any stock they consider excess stock. In your Manage Excess Inventory page, any recommendations they have will appear alongside each listing. So aim for less than 60 days worth of stock. The proactive way is to only send in a portion of what you've sourced if you know it won't sell that quickly. Using buybot Pro will definitely give you a good guide on what you might expect to sell. If it's time to cut some losses, then reduce the price, set up a sale, or if it's shown as an option, set up an Amazon outlet deal. Alternatively, have them removed if they really are a dud and consider selling them elsewhere or through FBM. Secondly, don't reach the point of activating long-term storage fees. So any stock held for more than a year will incur long-term storage fees. If you're in online arbitrage or retail arbitrage, you're likely to be aiming to turn around stock far quicker than that. But if the odd one slips through the net, the charges will creep up and it will hurt your IPI score. Next, take action on your sell through rate. So much like uh, point one, when I spoke about um, your overstocked inventory, this will likely involve adjusting some pricing to become more competitive. So take advantage of placing inventory on sale or an Amazon outlet to increase sales or simply reduce the pricing. Alternatively, remove some of the stock from the FBA network so it doesn't show on your IPI report and then you can resend when they won't impact your excess inventory rate. Next, mark out-of-stock items as non-replenishable. So the FBA in-stock metric won't negatively impact your IPI, but it can increase your score. If you hold listings in your inventory that are no longer in stock, perhaps to allow for returns, then you can mark them as non-replenishable. In the restock inventory page, you can assign any of these as ones you won't replenish and avoid them from influencing your score. Ultimately, you want to try and keep all four other factors in the green as much as possible. Following Amazon's recommendations will keep them happy for the most part. Regularly checking into your IPI score page would be really good practice to get into though you will get alerts in your dashboard for the two that will affect your score the most which is stranded inventory and excess stock levels so one of the most commonly asked questions obviously is will i have problems if my ipi score drops so you know, will dropping below the threshold cause you issues with your seller account. So this will depend on what stage you are in your Amazon selling journey and how flexible you are. So for bigger volume sellers, having restrictions set for what can be sent into Amazon can cause issues, obviously. It's all relative, so limits will be kind of in line with the level of inventory you usually hold a seller who usually sends in thousands of units a month won't suddenly be reduced to only being able to use enough of amazon space to hold a few dozen so like i said it's kind of in line it will mean that they might need to be smart with what they ship until they can improve the factors that have resulted in a dip in their score it's worth remembering that if this happens you can recover the situation it won't necessarily happen overnight but if you increase your sell through rate and limit the space you use in amazon for slow sellers it might only take a few weeks to be back with no limits so how is the ipi score a tool that can help you While it can appear that the IPI score is there to penalise sellers, a healthy way to approach it is that it can help you run a more efficient business. So yes, you could be limited in what you'll be able to hold in the fulfilment network, but employing good business habits will mean this is very unlikely to happen. If you're a proactive business owner, then you will barely ever need to give the IPI score kind of a second thought. The beauty is that Amazon show your score at the top of your dashboard, so you can glance at it every time you log in, and you'll easily spot any downward trend. And that's the point at which it becomes a useful tool. Maybe a listing or two have slipped through the net, maybe a couple of buys turned out to be less successful than you'd hoped, or worse still, Amazon might have just decided a listing isn't up to their standard. They're all fixable problems that could have an effect on your score. Really, though, for the most part, if you're regularly checking in with your inventory or just using some Fully to oversee your account and inventory performance, the likelihood is that the IPI score will look after itself. At the end of the day, if your score drops below the threshold, which incidentally was reduced from 500 last year, then there probably is an issue with how you're managing your inventory. Even when you're busting out scores in the 600s or the 700s, pop in once in a while to see what you could improve. Waiting to be told you have an issue is a recipe for disaster. Yes, most of the issues that might come out of a less than ideal IPI score are fairly easy to resolve. But the more proactive you are in any part of your business, the more time you will have to do the things that will actually make you money. So the IPI score is not one to overly fret over. If you get close to the threshold, you're probably missing some sales opportunities, aren't on top of your inventory or maybe just not getting the time to spend on your business that you'd like. Um, you could you know, you know, could lose some storage capacity with Amazon if it drops low enough, but you shouldn't be losing sleep over it. All of the actions that might be needed to address it are really easily accomplished. If in the meantime, you have to plan your FBA shipments a little bit more carefully or if you have the facilities, fulfil some easy asins yourself then you're still operating with all of your inventory active. It's unlikely the IPI school will really cause you major issues with your business, but it always pays to keep Amazon happy. And then you will also in return definitely have a more efficient enterprise on your hands. I mentioned Sumfully previously, so if you'd like to find out some more information, just head to sumfully.com. Thanks for listening and I'll see you soon. The Online Arbitrage Podcast